Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Hello and welcome to the Blue P Leader Podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about how you can switch your mindset from seeing things as random or chaotic to actually being able to see things from the perspective of growth. And it's following on from um, several conversations I've had with people recently. Because sometimes we can get stuck in thinking that things are happening and they are random or uncertain or chaotic. And sometimes we actually get stuck in looking for the reason, the one reason behind the event. And yet there is a question that we can ask that can shift our mindset and unlock potential and possibility, where at first we saw nothing. So let's say we look at an event through the lens of random and chaos. Well, it can leave you feeling exhausted, overwhelmed and disorientated. And of course, ultimately, this leaves us feeling powerless to the event at the mercy of what is or even what if. Yet, if you looked at the event through the lens of everything happens for a reason and it's designed to serve us, well, the event is still the event, and yet viewing it through a different lens gives us a different set of options. Um, This particular lens actually invokes curiosity, and curiosity is a powerful state and keeps us more resourceful. And when we're more resourceful, we're more powerful. Like, we do have a fighting chance of sorting things out or improving a situation. Over the years, I've noticed that I can wear either pair of glasses. I mean, I've got more pairs too, but let's keep it simple in this podcast. So, the only thing about the random glasses is learning to take them off as soon as I realise that they're the ones that I'm looking through. Now, the everything happens for a reason and it's designed to serve you pair... Well, they're a keeper. Here's the secret, though. For years, I'd run the whole sentence. What's the reason this is happening? And then, how is it designed to serve me? So here's a super speedy fast track alert. You can do the above, but there is a faster way. Just ask yourself, how is this event designed to serve me? Or, what's good about this? Or, where's the opportunity here? These latter questions get to the heart of the matter because we rarely need to know what the reason is. Okay, part of us always loves to know the reason and therein lies the trap because we want to know the reason like there is only one and until we found it, then cripes alive, we may not really know how the event is designed to serve us. We might have missed something or be off down the wrong rabbit hole. You see, our mind likes to solve puzzles. And if we think something is random, our mind attempts to bring some kind of order. 
If there is a reason, we want to find it. And like good old Sherlock Holmes, we won't stop until we do. And so, if you want to make the most of the everything happens for a reason, the power part lies in solving the question, how does this event serve me? And when it's an undesirable event and we're processing our disappointment, we're perhaps going to quit back with the answer, well, it's not, and we shut down and feel sorry for ourselves or pessimistic and reach for the sugar, caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, online shopping, fix, whatever it is. You may have heard me say before, the quality of the question determines the quality of the answer. And some questions don't have instant answers. They're kind of like onions and clarity comes in layers. Now, if we stay curious long enough, there is always an answer. In some cases, the full extent of how an event serves you is revealed several layers later. And we often call this hindsight and we have that aha moment. Now, I aren't suggesting that instantly after every event or even during, we ask ourselves what's good about this. An event can be a complex moment and we should absorb the richness and the complexity. If there is grief in the event, process the grief. If there is frustration, acknowledge what's frustrating. Skipping all of this to ask what's good would be like picking up a book and only reading the first and last chapter. Now, going a little deeper on what's good, don't expect good to equal pleasurable or happy or joy. So let me illustrate. About 30 years ago, I was in a road traffic accident and I suffered a lot of broken bones, etc. I'm going to spare you the details. But it did take two years of operations and physiotherapy and occupational therapy to get back the full use of my right arm and hand. And at the time of the accident, I was a right-handed analytical chemist. So technically speaking, not the best thing to kind of break really, is it? Now, shortly after this, I learned to be a left-handed analytical chemist, and then I became ambidextrous. Now, some of what was good about the two-hour daily physio sessions was I was learning to use my hand again, and some of the sessions came with tears of pain and eventually leading to sessions with tears of joy. But the latter wouldn't have happened if I'd quit on the pain. Some of what was good about the accident was rethinking a few choices I'd been making. And one of the things that was good about the accident was I realised just how easily I could have lost my life. And I'm not being a drama llama here. I mean, both the police and the doctors told me how close and lucky I was. And so now, at the tender age of 21, I had a greater appreciation for life. I no longer saw it as a guaranteed stretched out, I've got the next 50 plus years to make things happen. All the time in the world sort of thing. I learned to appreciate this moment. Stuff I'd worried about suddenly had perspective and I really understood the saying, don't sweat the small stuff. And that stayed with me. And 30 years later, there's still something good about the accident. At the time, I was told I'd never work again in any capacity. The assumption being I'd never get any use back in my right hand or arm. Fortunately, The people who said this were wrong. So now when something happens and it looks like it's stopping me in my tracks, that whilst I may not see a way forward and it might look a lot like my dreams are dashed and life as I hoped for will be impossible, 
I remind myself that 30 years ago, a younger, far less wise girl was in a similar situation. And look what happened since. It didn't stop me then. It's not stopped me since, and it's certainly not going to stop me now. Curiosity and determination are a powerful cocktail. Now, if I'd thought that the road accident was random, and fortunately in the last 30 years there have been no more road traffic accidents with any injuries or anything like that, so it would look like it was a random event. However, if that's how I'd viewed it at the time, would I have got quite so much value from what had happened? I doubt it. And so as you look at what's going on in your life, your leadership, your team, the business right now, are you viewing things as random or chaotic? Or have you poured yourself a large glass of curiosity and determination with a chink of hope and a slice of optimism? So when things are looking like they could be random or there's too much chaos, pause and ask yourself, what could be good about this? Until next time, go and be the difference in leadership. Leadership.